So this is an interesting topic that I'm going to touch on. And it's thanks to a really, really great friend of mine and past boss that I can even sit down here right now and do this. And it's going to be about having to deal with anxiety and depression and writing. One of my biggest dilemmas has always been what would people think of my work? That was always at the forefront of everything that I wanted to do creatively. And I think that has a lot to do with coming from a space where you feel challenged every day and not a lot of people talk about feelings or even acknowledge what's going on in someone's life. I mean, I get the point that everyone is busy with their lives. Everyone is busy and everybody has problems, but maybe I can be a voice for those who have yet to speak out about it and sometimes how crippling it can be in general. I'm sure a lot of persons have spoken about this, but I think it's important and it's almost therapeutic to be able to talk about this once and for all. I've always wanted to be someone great. Like that was always pounding through my brain. Be someone great. Be recognized. Be on talk shows. Be something or someone that people can look up to. I wanted to make a difference. It was the earlier stages of my life where I found myself to be very active with posting. It was my photography that I would post. It was my poems and even my singing. And then somewhere along the line, my job somehow started interfering and I started to hide. When I say interfere, I don't want to make it seem like it was a bad thing. It was just that I didn't feel comfortable with people at my workstation knowing about what I did because I felt like it would have been this revealing nature that I was not ready for. And that's when my anxiety, which was in the background, it was just there, it was droning in the background. And my depression, it wasn't in the background. It was, it was there, but I don't think a lot of persons noticed because it's really hard to look at someone 
and say, oh, you're depressed because depression doesn't come in a package. It doesn't come in a colorful package that everyone can recognize. It comes in different shapes, different sizes. Someone walking around can have a smile on their face every single day and they're depressed. And not a lot of people talk about this. So I got to a point where I did not think that I was ready for my personal life to be intertwined with my work life, as in I just didn't want people seeing my contents. I became very nervous. And it's really hard when you think about it at the end of the day. (laughs) These things persons would say, why are you worrying about something like that? Why is this really, really bothering you? You can do it. Lift your head up. Smile. Go for it. But the truth of the matter is, it is always, always easier said than done. I can tell someone who doesn't know how to ride a bike, it's easy. Just hop on and just go down the street and you'll be totally fine. But what I don't tell them is that there'll be multiple times that they'll fall. What I don't tell them is that they need to have the proper gear or they'll get injured. What I don't tell them is that people drive recklessly and they can get into accidents if they're not careful. That's the thing about life. It's always easy for people to tell you, do this and do that, but they are never really telling you the full story. It's pretty much the same thing with a relationship for another example. You like someone and your friends are, go for it, you guys seem good together, you look good together, and you go for it. But no one ever tells you that When your differences get placed on the table and you're both looking at each other's cards and you're realizing how many different aspects of your life are different and you can't marry those aspects because you're two completely different persons. Like you can come to compromises, you can come to ways you can find ways that you can meet each other in the middle and you can try your best to determine all the different angles that you can approach your relationship at to make it work but sometimes just sometimes those cards lay there with their differences Because that is just who we are as human beings. We come with so many layers. And that's the thing. So the friends that push on the outside and yay and they're happy. But when the days get darker and when you need support and you start looking for these same friends... 
they aren't there. They're not interested in the actual relationship. They're not interested in all the humdrum. It doesn't matter to them at all, actually. What matters to them is that they were perfect cupids. They were the greatest matchmakers of all time. And I did this and that was their accomplishment. And sadly, for some, it's to feed their ego. And we don't realize this. We think, ah, they're looking out for my best interest. It's not really that for some people. It's an ego trip. It's, ah, you're going to thank me later. But the conversations that you want to have, the guidance that you might be looking for, a lot of them disappear, mainly because they're caught up in their own lives and we have to learn to respect that everybody has their own life. But there's something that I think that some people miss out on and that is just the ability to check in. Checking in I've never found to be a really hard task, but I found myself who used to be one of those who would check in and make sure everybody's okay I've started doing it less and less because I've realized that our hearts are just not the same and when we think that our hearts are the same the more disappointed we become so it was really difficult finding a place or coming to a place where I said I can overcome this. I was lucky to have a few persons that were like, you should go ahead, you should try this. I was just a ball of nerves because I was thinking, what would the world think? Because often on social media, I see so many people rejecting others for their thoughts and their ideas and their opinions and their feelings. And it made my box a little smaller. I would peep out and I'd be like, there I go, I'm going to do this. And then I would see it all and it would become overwhelming. It would become scary. It would become unknown. And it would be a territory that I was afraid to cross. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't tell you what they're going through, but you can see it in their faces. I've seen it with celebrities where they go to functions and the audience is calling the name of another celebrity. They're not interested in that celebrity because their status is just not big enough. Or they didn't like their movies enough or their accent throws them off. It's really difficult because our world is so dependent on the opinions of persons. It's really the opinions of persons and whether they like something or not that makes you successful or not. 
the type of person I am, if I get one like, I'm super excited. And that's actually enough for me. And sometimes even though I would want more, and maybe I would want to be recognized, I have humbled myself in the thought that if it's meant to be, it will be. But I have to be prepared for what will happen if it ever happens. And if it doesn't, then I'll just be complete and I'll just be okay. And if I'm changing one person's life, then I think that that's going to be the greatest gift of all. If one person relates out there with me and what I'm saying, then I'm really grateful that you stayed and that you've listened to me today. Thank you very much.